Welcome to the Effortless English Show with the world's number one English teacher, A.J. Hogue, where A.J.'s more than 40 million students worldwide finally learn English once and for all without the boring textbooks, classrooms, and grammar drills. Here's A.J. with a quick piece to help you learn to speak fluent English effortlessly. I'm A.J. Hogue, the author of Effortless English, Learn to Speak English Like a Native. Join my VIP program. Commit to my VIP program. You speak English fluently. You speak powerfully. You speak confidently. You speak English effortlessly. When you join, when you commit to my VIP program, EffortlessEnglishClub.com. Go to the website. Join. Sign up. Commit to my VIP program. Our topic, lack of sleep in a casual chat. What does that mean? It means I have no topic <laughs> because um, I've had no sleep. Uh, well, not no sleep, but I've had a, a bad sleep for the last few days and I uh, just haven't uh, been able to think of a topic to talk about. So we're just going to do a casual chat. I'll read some questions and just talk uh, until I recover and have a little more energy. So the reason is one of my babies was sick the last few days. She uh, uh, so she was kind of up crying during the night. We had to wake up during the night a lot. Oh, it's a very, very, very tired. Hmm, lots of people joining. Hello, hello. Now, just a quick note, you know, Gab is also down right now. They are, um, I believe Gab is doing some kind of uh, like a big upgrade, major upgrade to the website. So Gab is not working. So if those of you, a lot of you will follow my Gab to see when I'm going live because I put a note, I notify you on Gab, but there's no Gab. So hopefully people are just finding me right now from YouTube notifications. I'll just give a few more minutes. I'll tell you, I'm going to put on the uh, member-only chat for a minute, and then I'll go to everybody. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, there we go. And just looking to see how many people have joined. Looks like we've got a lot of people. Okay, let's basically begin then. So what happened? So my uh, baby girl got sick a few days ago, um, had a fever. And uh, anyway, we finally figured out what it was. But uh, for the first couple of days, we weren't sure. So we had to you know, be very careful, kind of watching her carefully. And she would wake up constantly through the night. So we got no sleep. And even in the daytime, it was very stressful and difficult. She wasn't feeling good, obviously. Um, she's getting back to normal now. She's, but, uh, she's feeling better. The fever's gone. She's feeling better. But now her sleep schedule is kind of weird. Because uh, we had a nice little sleep schedule before. And now it's off. She's staying up later. <laughs> so finally just got her to sleep. But anyway, the good news is she's doing fine. Both babies are doing fine. She's healthy. Feeling fine. But um 
But the point is that my wife and I are very, very tired. We have not gotten very good sleep the last few days. It's just been a, it's been a very tiring few days. So, oh. And that's the reason I don't have much of a topic today. So I'm just going to read your comments and we'll just chat. It's going to be very relaxed, very casual. <laughs> okay. Tonight. I'll read a few from uh, supporting members here on YouTube and then uh, supporters on YouTube. And then uh, I'll just open it to everybody. And that's it. That's it. So... I guess it's another one of these ask me anything type of uh, shows today. But anyway, I'm glad to be back. I'll get a little more organized once I get decent sleep. And I'll be able to think more clearly. Vladislav says, it's tough when your child is sick. Indeed it is. And Fernanda was asking about the baby, so uh, that's, I'm fine. Babies are fine now. She's back. She's, She's mostly better. She's just a little tired now. She's but uh, but otherwise, she, today she was fine. Any other baby's doing great. Okay, well, let me just open up the chat then, and let's uh, let's chat about anything, guys. I'm gonna I'm gonna sit back in my chair. Let's uh, adjust my camera a little bit. Ooh, not that much. Oh yeah, maybe that much. Yeah, that works. All right, I'm gonna. Relax back in my chair. <laughs> Have a sip of water and read your chats, and that's it. But yeah, it is tough. It's tough when your uh, child is sick. Obviously, it's very, very tough. All parents know this. It was not easy. Very, uh, yeah, difficult. Because of course, we're just worried about her, and we're thinking, oh, should we go to the hospital or not? I don't know. Oh. And uh, one night we were going to go, we called. They actually said, oh, maybe don't bring her because, you know, the virus stuff. And so we said, we were like, okay. <laughs> and uh, and then luckily she managed to finally go to sleep because she would just wake up and just, you know, ah, screaming. And, um, and we finally figured out what it was. My wife did. She finally figured out. Uh, so it's a very, very, very common um, kind of uh virus or uh that the babies get just very common okay marston says how's your sugar addiction did you get rid of it completely or still struggling oh still struggling <laughs> it goes out it comes and goes marston um basically when i get stressed and tired like recently then uh I'll <coughs> excuse me. I'll find myself, you know, eating sweet stuff because it gives that little boost of energy. You know, and so it's this like this short. And I also find myself drinking extra coffee, which is too much, really. Just to, you know, try to keep the energy up during these kind of when I'm really tired. So that's when it's that's my weak point. And then what I have to do to break. So then it gets me kind of craving sugar again. And then to break that. I find usually I just have to fast. That's the best way to do it. So I think I'm going to need to fast soon. Because, <laughs> uh, yeah, because I've been so tired the last... I've been eating too much sugar lately. Okay, Medgozi says, when your babies grow up, they must be grateful to you for their for your efforts with them. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> they won't even remember this one. Uh, 
That way, Abraham says, which of your courses is for beginners? Really, Flow English is the one that's for beginners. It's a course I made with Chris Moses. It's, I don't own that course, um, but it's called Flow English, and that's the easiest one. That's really for beginners. So that's the one you want to use for beginners. Okay. Asim says, uh, lack of sleep can cause many symptoms or many problems like uh, weaker immunity. Yeah, lack of sleep's not great. <laughs> I don't like uh, having bad sleep, but sometimes it happens, as all parents know. Um, yeah, th this last year has been the worst sleep of my life, probably. Oh, well, that's just a small price to pay. Vladislav said, uh, when I was small, I was sick very often. My mom had to ask for permission not to go to work. Yeah, it's tough. And Fernanda says, my children used to get sick a lot until they were two years old. Okay. Well, you know, luckily it, it hasn't happened a lot with my children. So, uh, I guess in the first year, it's been a couple times. The one time was really sucked because we had to go to the hospital and actually stayed in the hospital for a few days, both babies. And then, uh, and now this time. So that's not too bad, I guess, for, for the first year. Nirina says, you're still young and energized. <laughs> not so energized at the moment, but overall, not bad. Yeah, yeah. So lots of people have got lots of parents. I are typing comments about how tough it is to have sick children. It is. It's tough. Summit says in India on TV they show many people with the China virus. They're trying to put people inside. I was just reading that India actually has very small number of cases. Uh, this it's, the, the stupid China virus is done, guys. It's over. Go outside. Get outdoors. Live your life. Ignore all this nonsense. It's done. It's finished. Japan is opening. All is completely opening up now, um, which is great. Uh, just our, my um, sister-in-law today went down to the main big area called Namba. Some of you guys know, you've heard me talk about Namba, Namba Station. And uh, they, they, they're reopening all the restaurants uh, today. I don't know if it was today or this week they did. Um, the mall near us just opened up this week. So everything's, everything's back and going strong in Japan again. Great. Oh, hey, Kenny's in the audience. Hey, Kenny. <laughs> uh, Kenny, you'll probably be a guest tomorrow. I will got your text, Kenny, and I'll, um, yeah, let's do tomorrow. And uh, I, I was going to text you a uh, reply after the show. Um, but anyway, so those of all you guys remember that I chatted with Kenny, my friend, uh, we talked about living in cars last time. Maybe we'll talk about parenthood next time. Kenny says, wait until you play with dolls and rescue the queen from the bad guys. Kenny has a daughter. Who is, is she nine? Eight, nine, nine. Irina says, I've been growing, I've been raising three children. I understand you well. Thank God you're doing better. Thank you. Olga says, I'm having, a, I have a cold this week. My husband and my daughter also have a cold. I decided that we must take high doses of vitamin C. It helped very much. Now we're all feeling better. Yeah, it does help, doesn't it? It works. 
high dose of vitamin C, high dose vitamin D, and um, K2. Now I did this out with babies, it's harder. Now my, I actually have this liposomal vitamin C and I give it to my babies. Um, uh, usually every day of those, but you know, like I actually missed a couple days with our daughter just before she got sick, which is interesting. Um, and then after that, she didn't want to drink so much and she didn't like the taste of it. So that sucked. But I did manage to give her vitamin D. You know, of course, with a baby, you can't, you have to drop the amount. But um, I think it helped because she never got a high fever. I was, um, this thing she got, I think it's called roseola in English. And my mom said my sister got it as a baby and had to stay in the hospital several days. Some babies get very high fevers. She never got a high fever. Um, it was kind of a, like kind of a medium fever. She obviously didn't feel good, but wasn't so bad. And I, I was giving her a little bit extra vitamin D to get her through it. I would have given her vitamin C, but she wouldn't take it. Um, but the other baby, to try to keep him healthy so he didn't get it also, I, I kind of increased his vitamin C. And uh, he's been, you know, knock on wood, but he's been uh, uh, very fine, no problems. And I increased my own vitamin C too. Uh, so yeah, uh, if you start getting sick as an adult, um, well, actually children too, just like I said, you have to, of course, go by weight, right? So if you're doing high doses of vitamin C, vitamin C is super safe. This is what's great, guys. Uh, D is a little trickier. Um, it's still pretty safe, especially short term, but uh, you do research if you're going to do vitamin D, uh, higher doses. Vitamin D is fine, but if you're going to do fairly high doses of vitamin D, you have to take K2 with it. Anyway, you should just research it yourself. But um, vitamin C is very, 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 very safe. So you can take giant amounts of it and it's not going to hurt you. Um, so if you find yourself getting sick, getting a cold like Olga, uh, just increase, just take huge amounts of vitamin C, give it to your kids. <laughs> it, uh, it's a great way. It'll, if you're already getting sick, it can shorten the cold. It can make it and make it less bad, right? Uh, so it's not quite, so you won't get quite as sick. Uh, the best thing is to do it right when you use the first sign that you're just starting to get it. Take some every day. That'll help prevent it. That's the best of all. But um, if you find you're just starting to get sick, like take a giant amount of vitamin C. Start right away and it can stop it from getting bad. Vladislav is also a sugar addict. He says, sugar is my issue as well. If I start to eat something sweet, I can't stop until I eat all of it. Yes, I know the feeling. <laughs> Lemon juice with honey is good for health. Yeah, it's a good one. Lemon juice without honey is even better, probably. Um, have I seen the best foreign film? No, I have not seen it. There Okay. Any recommendation for meditation? Asks Abed Abbasi. Vipassana.org. Um, V-I-P. I think it's one P. V-I-P-A-S-S-A-N-A. V-I-P-A-S-S-A-N-A. Vipassana. It looks like Vipassana. 
dot org they've got courses around the world that are free just it's a donation you give a donation at the end it's a 10-day course that'll you'll you'll get a really great uh introduction to a strong introduction to meditation if you do that course it's very good Oh, okay, Slavika, who is a doctor, and a medical doctor, says the immune system in children is formed at four years of age. Afterwards, they're much more resistant. So good to know. Good to know. Oh, Amina, good to see you. Hi, Malina. Says the first time to join the channel. Have my first job interview in English on Friday. Good luck to you, Malina. Good, good luck. Dawood says I'm taking vitamin D for my knee pain. Is it good for knee pain? I don't know. Um, joint pain. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. It probably depends on what's causing your knee pain. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know about that. How much do I sleep? As uh, the sleep has been interrupted constantly, being woken up at night, and then having to stay up for a few hours, and you know, it's oh, my wife's exhausted too. She's even more exhausted because the, especially our girl is very. Uh, when our girl's sick, she wants her mom right more than me. Uh, so she's like, "Mama, mama!" So my my wife has to carry her all the time, and <laughs> poor. She, my wife is super tired. Uh, Ahmed Salim says, in Egypt, it's very hot, almost 40 degrees. How about Japan? No, it's like 25 here, Celsius. So it's, it's not bad. It's, it's really nice, actually. Today was a little cooler, kind of windy, but it's beautiful spring here. Sweetness says, AJ, you have beautiful white teeth. My mom would be so happy to see this comment. Um, I wonder how you keep them nice and white. I don't believe chemical treatment. Uh, I use baking soda. Brush my teeth with baking soda. Um, I think vitamin D helps too, maybe. K2 and K2. I've actually read that K2 and vitamin D uh, can help with teeth as well. And then, like I said, I brush my teeth with... Um, Baking soda, I guess that's it. Mm -hmm. uh, people have asked, several people have asked me, I, I do know, Addison says, do you know about David? Is it Ike or Ick? I-C-K-E. I think it's Ike. I think I've heard someone pronounce his name. He has one interview about virus. He says the truth there. He's an interesting guy. Some of his, I read one of his books, but it was it's pretty out there. It, you know, it was all about the lizard people and the moon and everything. It was um, so he's an interesting guy. I don't know how much uh, he's got some interesting ideas. Some of them I, somewhat crazy, <laughs> I think. Uh, and so I don't know what he's saying about the, the virus. I have no idea. But uh, but the thing about the lizard people and the uh, the moon, 
I can't remember the name of his book, but the problem with the book is it didn't have he didn't have much evidence, right? Like so he has all this on one hand he points out he pointed out some very interesting things about the moon right so on one hand actually so this is why i like reading this is why i read people like this even it his conclusions right what his explanations i didn't find very strong but i did find his questions quite interesting sometimes that's you know sometimes it's fine Uh, there are some people like that where i don't necessarily agree with their conclusions they don't they're, they're not showing the you know evidence they don't show evidence to support them but but they still can show quite interesting uh have quite interesting questions and uh that's worth that's worthwhile too it's valuable too Bruno says, since my daughter was born, my wife is sweeping, sleeping much less. Yep. <laughs> and now much less than she needs and is not very good for us as a family. It's hard. Uh, when one is awake, the other is sleeping. Both take care of the child, so we cannot do anything. It's hard for the first year. Now, this it's hard recently with us, you know, with... Uh, when, when baby being sick, but on the other hand... Uh, yeah, the first six months was really tough because we have twins, too. So, Matt, Bruno, uh, Bruno, imagine two. <laughs> um, now, the only good thing is I stay at home, so I work from home so I can help. So, that that's obviously very good, but on the other hand, we have two babies. So, uh, it was hard. This first six months was pretty hor- horrible sleep. and then, uh, But then, since then, it's not been so bad. It's just, except the last week, the last few days, because of the uh, one baby being sick. But more or less, we have a pretty good, we had a pretty good sleeping schedule before that. (laughs) Oh, Slavika can't hear. Uh, Let me know if the sound's not giving you guys problems. Looks like most people can. All right, so Slavika, I don't know what's going on with you. Good to see you, Juan. Nice to be back. Like I said, today's very, 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 very casual. Bad Fish Bear says he's a psyop to an extent, but gives you some truth mixed in. Talking about David Ike, I guess. Yeah, that's sort of the feeling I get. Um... You know, it's like if you're going to, like my thought is like, so let's say he says, you know, the world is run by alien lizard people. Okay. Um, But then, you know, then what evidence does he have to support this conclusion, this idea? Like very, 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 very little. Uh, A couple pictures with some weird lighting in people's eyes, but which is, it was not very convincing to me. And, uh, and then that's about it. Right. Uh, I think just people, sometimes you just have to be honest and say you don't know. Like, like let's say, the nature of the moon and okay, bringing up a whole lot of different questions about it and, and all kinds of strange, weird things. And then you just say, well, I don't know what this means exactly, but there's something strange going on. Or sometimes, you know, like in the early parts of this virus, I wasn't quite sure like how serious it was or not. And But you just know that, okay, they're, they're lying. Right, you start picking out all these lies in the media, they being government media, and uh, 
And so sometimes that's all you know. Okay, the official story is a lie. Almost always the official media story is a lie. So that's kind of step one. And so, you know, okay, this is a lie. But then the harder part is step two. So what is the actual clear truth? And that can be hard because there's so much uh, wrong information, bad information, lies. And, and it can be quite hard then to figure out, well, what is the case, right? I think at this point, the case, number one, with the virus is that um, it's not so serious. It's probably a bit more serious. It's It seems... My feeling, from what I've seen in the numbers, real, you know, first of all, they're, they're exaggerated, but it, it seems that, uh, or my conclusion is that this virus is just, it's uh, very, very exaggerated. It's probably a more serious flu that is more deadly for old people who have serious health problems, more deadly than normal flu, but certainly not like the Black Plague or anything. It's also clear that this uh, hydroxychloroquine President Trump just came out, says he's taking it himself. Interesting. Told you. So there's clearly a uh, an easy cure. It's that hydroxychloroquine. Last off, I know you asked me to type it. I'll put it in Gab when Gab comes back. But it's that plus zinc plus high doses of vitamin C. They sometimes add, you know, something else like a in there with it but basically it's it's hydroxychloroquine a very 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 cheap drug and uh plus zinc i mean honestly i think for most regular people and this is true for just the normal flu also is just take keep your vitamin d levels high and take a decent amount you know and your vitamin c levels high if you start to get a flu or a cough or a cold increase both um that's even just for regular flus, regular colds. That's all you need to do. You don't even have to worry about this other stuff. So that's so it's so all the lockdowns, all the media craziness, all that is obviously uh, nonsense. I wonder if Badfish Bear is an Owen Benjamin fan. He does a good job of that. He'll speculate. But he's also very good about saying, I don't know exactly. Like he points out a lot of things and he'll, he'll you know, he, he takes time to find conclusions. I like that about him. Okay. Ooh, the comments are going fast. Uh, okay. AJ... I asked my cousin, my cousin's son. He is an IT university student with many years of practice and with friends around the world. Oh, if they don't know, if if they know a good free platform for streaming, his advice was BitChute. I don't think BitChute does streaming. They're working on it, but I I believe it's only recorded videos, not live streaming. My BitChute account does not show any live streaming option. <laughs> I would love to do BitChute. That would be my first choice. Um, I'd be happy with DLive if, if, if it worked better.
Oh, yeah. Manisha is asking about the live webinar for VIP members. Nope, it's not over yet. Uh, I'll probably send the... Uh, as soon as Gab comes online, I'll, I'll send out an email to VIP members. Uh, what's the, the... Probably next Monday or Tuesday. So watch your email. We'll go ahead and do that. Yes, we will do it. I got this, you know, with my baby being sick, um, I'm behind a little bit. Uh, Ilana Khan, uh, AJ, good to see you. English related question. After finishing the pronunciation course, what could the follow what can follow up practice be? You could at that point just continue doing shadowing, you know, using the techniques from the course, uh, but just use them with any other English audio. Native speakers, of course. So just kind of just continue doing that. Also, what you could do if you have a few specific sounds that are hard for you, you're still having trouble, you could go back and do those units again, repeat them many times. But I'd say overall, you could just continue doing some uh, shadowing, shadowing with a specific focus, especially on pronunciation. And just use any audios you want, maybe faster audios. Cat says, do you think all of these presidents are aliens? <laughs> it's like the movie They Live, right? Um, I don't know. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> uh, let's see. What do you do when you wake up in the morning? Someone asks. Um, get up and feed babies. Help my wife. So my, we feed the babies change their diapers, <laughs> play with them in the morning, uh, have a coffee. That's my morning. Uh, Shankar says, if I'm listening to your audio of the mini story point of view, Ultimately, I start to memorize. I don't know why. Oh, so you just start remembering it. What's wrong with me? Well, that nothing's wrong with you. You have a good memory, I guess. Give me a solution for this. Relax. Don't worry about it. It's fine. It's okay. You're not forcing yourself to memorize. You're not trying to memorize word for word. It just happened, of course, through a lot of repetition. You're just remembering it. That's normal. Uh, maybe you have a better memory than... Uh, most so it's you're remembering it much more clearly than a lot of people. It's not a problem. Just relax. I speak about idioms. Uh, what about them? I think it's best to learn idioms as you find them in real uh, content. Right. So like, you know, if in a movie or a TV show or a podcast, don't like don't memorize lists of idioms. You're just going to forget them all. It's the same with phrasal verbs and anything like that. You know, get these things from real content. Then you'll remember them better because you remember the whole uh, situation, the context 
where you read them or heard them. What do you think about the concentration camps in China for the Uyghurs? Um, I've, I don't know a lot of details about it. I've heard bad things. I can't really say because I don't really know anything about that, the details. I've heard, well, heard, I've read things on the internet, I guess a couple here or there, but I don't really know the specific. I know it's a communist China, guys. It's a communist country. This is what they do. Can this be in the 21st century? Of course it can be. Millions of innocents are tortured. Yep. Exactly. Probably happening in Venezuela. Um, ISIS was doing this to Christians in Syria, killing, murdering them, torturing them. Um, man, this is history, guys. And, it's, and it, it's, it's not like it ended, right? And especially when you find, you know, communist uh, or just, uh, especially communist uh, governments tend to be even worse. So, yeah. Look, what I'm more familiar with is what they did in, and do in Tibet, which is just horrible. Horrible. Leonardo, good to see you. I had surgery. Oh, no. Well, I hope you're recovering well. Hope everything's fine for you. Hmm. Do you know Darren Hardy? I do not. What? Okay. Vocab question. Why not? No, Mufflin says, uh, what's the difference between forest and jungle? Jungle's tropical. Basically, a jungle is a forest, but in the tropics, right? So, there are no jungles in Canada, <laughs> right? Uh, there are jungles in Brazil, in Thailand. You get the idea, right? A jungle is a tropical forest. Marston, I think someone's asked me about this. What do you think about Brexit? Good for the British. Uh, do you think the the EU will fall because of it? I don't know. Um, uh, what do you want? I mean, the, the EU, uh, hopefully it'll fall, but I don't know. I don't know. Maybe Europeans have a better idea. I think uh, you know the EU is not good. It's, it's not a not even close to being a republic or a democratic at all, right? It's just so. Uh, but I don't have a strong opinion about it because I'm not European. What do you do when you get bored, asked Dawood? I go for a walk. Usually a walk. Have you read any of Dostoevsky's books? Um, no, but Annie LeBlanc, but I was just reading something absolutely hilarious on uh, Vox Day's blog. It was a, <laughs> it was Tolstoy. He gave a description of Tolstoy uh, children's stories. And I was, I, I was crying so hard. I was laughing so hard. I, I, like, there was water in my eyes. It was one of the funniest things I've ever read. It was, it, it's so, like, stereotypical 
typical, stereotypically Russian, right? So it's, it's this supposedly what it is is this it's a description of all these stories that Tolstoy wrote for uh, children, Russian children, and there's it's so like super depressed. Let me see if I can find it because it's so funny. Uh, it's just they're so depressing and miserable. <laughs> uh, let's see if I can find it. Here we go. I don't know. This might be exaggerated. Maybe not. But, um... Oh, here we go. Okay. So, this is the collection of Leo Tolstoy's children's tales. Escape of a dancing bear. The bear runs away after the master gets drunk. He's too strong to capture directly. So, they play his dancing music and he dances again. This allows the humans to grab his chain. The bear sees the trick too late, and he cries helplessly and tries to escape. But they hold him. The end. (laughs) (laughs) Death of a cherry tree. A property owner wants to cut down a tree. He thinks, but he thinks, oh, it seems terrible to kill such a beautiful thing but a woodcutter has already started he gets an axe and helps him then they hear a scream from the soul of the tree like someone screaming in terrible pain and the woodcutter said wow she didn't die easily the tree falls the end (laughs) so the chopping down the tree and then they hear the the soul of the tree scream and then it falls down the end <laughs> these are children's stories <laughs> the king in the shirt a king falls sick so a king becomes sick uh, he's told only one thing can cure him right can help him and that is the shirt of a happy man so if the king finds a shirt of a happy man he'll be he'll be okay The coronavirus won't kill him. Uh, They can't find anyone in the kingdom who's happy. Not one person. (laughs) By chance, one of the king's counselors, like his workers, is going through the woods, a forest. He hears a man talking about how happy he is. The counselor, the the king's employee, goes into the house and asked the man for his shirt but the man is so poor he does not have even one shirt the end (laughs) and then it says probably the king dies (laughs) Uh, the next one is about another tree Uh, this time a poplar tree an owner wants to uh, cut down a, a tree um uh but it has lots of trees around it so he decides to so he decides to kill all the trees around it, so he just keep the one big tree. So he cuts all the small ones, but then he finds out all the small ones were helping to keep the big one alive. And so the big one dies too. <laughs> a bird, the next one's called Little Bird. A boy catches a bird in a cage. His mother says, don't do that. He opens the door to the cage. The bird flies out. 
<laughs> flies into a glass window, <laughs> knocks itself unconscious, boom. It suffers for a few days, then it dies. <laughs> the end. <laughs> God, that's funny. So those are Russian, <laughs> Tolstoy's Russian children's stories. Uh, God, so funny. <laughs> Uh, so I don't know I'm, I've never been to Russia but like this is the kind of thing it's like a, the stereotype of Russians right like Russian literature especially they're just miserably unhappy <laughs> they're and so pessimistic it's like they're the um, they're the they're like the mirror of Americans right so America, Americans like the stereotype is they're always you know everything's optimistic yay cheerful cheerful everything right everything's a happy ending and then Russians are like, <laughs> you know, like this. Uh, so funny. Oh, my God. I find that so funny. <laughs> uh, uh, so someone says, I'm Russian, but I've never heard of it. Yeah, maybe they're not so popular. I wonder why. <sighs> funny I haven't heard them these fairy tales so there's a lot of stuff yeah I'm guessing that Tolstoy's fairy tales were too uh, depressing that even Russians don't want to read them to their children <laughs> uh, awesome oh this is cool um the president of Kazakhstan said yesterday that remote education has a lot of benefits. So even after the virus stuff ends, we will continue uh, at least some of this practice. So yeah, awesome. A little more homeschooling, guys. Good. Maybe it's the first step for homeschooling. I hope so. I hope so. Uh, Lula says, AJ, we met in Barcelona. Hello. Now I'm living in Ireland, speaking English, but always feeling a need to improve. Oh, enjoy Ireland. Uh, did I get, and he says, did you get the book recommendations on Gab? Gab's been down for a couple days, so I have not. Oh, here's Lisa. Lisa says, a friend told me her mother died of heart disease in a hospital, but the cause of death was registered to the virus, COVID, because the hospital gets money for it. And this is how statistics are falsified. Exactly. Research this. So if someone says, I know somebody who died of the coronavirus, I mean, and they were, you know, they were fine. Yeah, probably, probably, um, it's this kind of thing. They probably died of something else, and then they... But then on the death certificate, they put the virus because they get, they're getting money for it, right? There's all kinds of corruption going on with, with the people that they're putting down these. The cause of death is the virus, and it's actually something else. There's a lot of nonsense going on with that. What do you think about Jack Ma? That's the uh, Abraham, Dawood Abraham asked me. Um, isn't that the Alibaba guy? He is so short. I just saw a picture of him. Who is he with? He was with, uh, was it Bill Gates? And he lo he was tiny. That's all I know about him. Okay, people are people commenting about the Russians.
Yeah, Vlarsov says, we also have happy endings in fairy tales. <laughs> Baptist prayer, they toughen Russians up. Yeah, that's why, you know, Russians are tougher than Americans. Let's face it. Um, but look at the history. It's not surprising why. But right, I know. Vladislav is just joking. It's just a stereotype, right? I know that not all Russians are super pessimistic and <laughs> dark and tough. and Right. But compared to Americans, they probably are. I find Russian... I actually find Russian humor quite funny. Like, just a uh, few... There's this Russian trainer uh, called Pavel Sutsalin. He's Amer. I think he, he's come to America and he lives in America now. But um, yeah, he just has that really. He, but he's very Russian and and he's got this kind of very dry, dark sense of humor. Which uh, uh, you know, if you don't realize it, it's easy maybe to not catch the humor, right? Because he he doesn't smile, he doesn't laugh, but he he just says things that it, just this kind of very exaggerated dark humor. But it's, I think it's very funny, actually, because it's such a contrast. It's so different than Americans. I find it very funny. And, uh, yeah, it's nice. I like, I like Russians. Bad Fish Bear, thank you for the um, super chat. This is a bit of a scam. There's a bad flu, right? It should be ventilated, and 5G is harming older folks because it has been proven to boil blood at 60 gigahertz. Yeah, I've heard about the 5G thing, too, and I haven't researched it myself much. But yeah, I think it's just a bit of a scam, a bad flu, exactly. Oh, shouldn't be ventilated, right. They shouldn't be putting people on ventilators. That's the other way people are dying. They're putting them on ventilators, which is actually messing up their lungs and they don't need it. You know, Trump himself is taking hydroxychloroquine. It seems like it's a very cheap, very simple, uh, effective uh, treatment for most people. There's nothing to be afraid of. Get back to work. Get outside. Go have fun. Live your life. Don't be afraid anymore. It's done. It's over. Cool. Leonardo Parigi says, I'm improving every day my knowledge about homeschooling. My target is not to convince my friends to follow my idea. Yep. But the reason about that and understand themselves... Let's see. But reason about that and understand themselves about teaching. Yeah, you don't have to... Um, you don't... Schools don't care about learning, Leonardo says. Yeah, you don't have to convince them. Just, just leave. That's the great thing. Like, I figured that out, too, as a teacher. Was, it's like, well, I can't change this whole... This is horrible system so I'm just going to leave start my own thing why, why am I going to waste am I going to waste my energy my time my life inside that monster right of the school system and instead I'll just go do my own thing and the same now I have children I just homeschool we'll just teach them at home so whatever the schools want to do I don't care because I'm not we're not going to be involved in that Carlo says, here in Italy, many people think you're crazy if you propose homeschooling. People think some parents brainwash their children like schools do. Well, better the parents do than the schools, especially those who give a religious education. Well, so what? It's not their problem. Uh, the schools definitely brainwash. So there's always going to be, uh, you know, teaching of values and things. So it's the parents, right? 
It's just, it's obvious. Parent, do you want the parents or the government doing it? Parents. And the second point is, like, I don't care what other people think about homeschooling. I don't care if they like it. I don't care if they don't like it. I'm doing it, right? We're doing it, and I'm not going to waste my time. Even people in, uh, uh, you know, in our family or others, if they don't agree with it, who cares? They do what they want with their children. I don't care. Yeah, like Jamila said, I read your QAnon post on Gab about numbers of deaths by the cause of deaths. The first place was abortion. There you go. Killing babies. Media promotes that. They push that. They encourage it. Certainly didn't close the economy for that one. Number two is cancer. Do we hear about that? No. Do we hear about the massive uh, cancer epidemic? Nope. I don't know where diabetes is on the list, but certainly um, people don't necessarily die directly of diabetes. They die of um, other causes that are connect, but basically things that are caused by the diabetes, right? The diabetes destroys their health and then they get something else and die. Um, so diabetes is a giant one also. And again, we don't hear anything about that in the news. Um, it kills far more people. Uh, I would say indirectly than yeah, than most things. It's just it's just nonsense. Pat Fishbear says, "Have fun, enjoy your family, and homeschool." Yes, indeed. Just have fun, enjoy your family, and homeschool. Exactly. That's a nice little motto, <laughs> right? Exactly right. No Mufflin says schools are one part that. Uh, used by the government to keep people under control. Yes. I, you know, if, if I had to pick the two big ones, it would be, you know, schools and media. You know, we've, we read Animal Farm and we had a book club for Animal Farm. We had a book club for Brave New World. And, you know, in terms of the real Brave New World that we're living in now, you know, how was it created? How are people sort of programmed into that? media and that includes news, TV, you know, movies, television shows, all of it. Newspapers, everything. And then schools, right? And schools especially are deadly uh, because it gets they're getting at people, getting at the children when they're too young to know. That's why the schools are so important to them because they can program the kids at such an early age before they don't know what's happening and the parents just give their kids to these people. And then by the time they're 18, it's too late. Most of them are so deeply programmed then to try to red pill them, then to try to wake them up. It takes a lot of effort. As many of you have noticed, right? I get this comment all the time. How do I convince somebody about homeschooling? How do I make people wake up about something? Well, it's hard after 18 years of being, or 22 years or more of... Um, school programming I guess what, they start school at 15 yeah. you know 16 to 18 years of school something like that for most people it's pretty hard right and then of course by that time they're also have already been programmed by a huge amount of media as well so those two things that's a lot of programming literally 
mental programming, you know, I mean, emotional and mental manipulation, programming, propaganda. That's a lot of years starting at a very young age. And so, therefore, it's quite tough to wake people up at that point. They're in the matrix, like, uh, just like in the movie we, we uh, discussed. Okay, Irina says, um, 10 years ago, I, I ran a short marathon. Short race, I guess. Uh-huh. Then I stopped because of, of disease. Uh, I would start again with running. What do you mean about this? Uh, oh, oh, like what's my recommendation? You want to start running again after disease. I'm not sure what kind of disease you had, but okay, you're 60. I'm learning you. Okay, get the book. Uh, what's it called? I think the... Um, let me look it up on my Kindle. Jeff Galloway is the writer. I think it's something like Run Till You're 100. But it's basically a very... I love Galloway's approach to running. It's uh, Galloway. Yeah, Running Until You're 100. I'll type it in the chat. Get this book. Running Until... Oops. You're 100 by Jeff Galloway. Now, I use Galloway's book. He has a different book uh, to train for my marathon, the marathons I did in the past when I was doing that. And uh, I love his approach. His approach is just very, very, he focuses on uh, basically running more slowly as you get older or if you have problems or he, he recommends taking lots of walking breaks. So the last marathon I did was in 2000. 15 and uh, it was I was just before I did the Camino and uh, I followed his system like I think I, I would take basically every five minutes I took a one minute walking break so jog for five minutes pretty slow pace and then walk a minute and then jog another five minutes walk a minute or maybe it was four minutes jog four walk one jog four walk one and just keep doing that and then very slowly building up the time and distance until eventually you're hitting marathon or even ultra marathon distances um but anyway the book has a lot more detail about it i recommend if you're just getting back into running you want to do it in a gentle way he's got a great approach to it Do you think social media is health, healthy, asked Alita? Not really. Um, you know, it has its uses, but it has to be very controlled. Like m many things in life, um, used with discipline, they can be useful, but without the discipline, can cause a lot of problems. Social media, you know, I, I don't do Facebook anymore. I'm pretty much done with Facebook. Twitter, I'm done with. Uh, I don't do, I don't, I've turned off comments on my YouTube. Uh, videos, so I have one place that there's no need for a bunch of them. One, I'm on Gab, right? You can connect with me on Gab. You can send me a comment on Gab. I don't check Gab every day. You know, every few days I'll get on there. So that's it. Uh, and I just do it for a pretty short time.
does he offer that you can run until you're 100 years old? Asked Vladislav. I mean, I think that's the idea of the book. Of course, you have to live to be 100 first. <laughs> but, you know, uh, the general idea is, you know, of the book is basically running for your whole life, right? Running even as you get older. And the idea, the, the general idea is that you slow down and you take more walking breaks. What do you think of Gary V? Um, he's okay. I mean, he's got a few good points. He's a little too much into the social media. He, he, he really um, overestimates the value of social media, in my opinion, for a business. I'm talking about business. Um, Social media does not translate, most social media, if you're into business, uh, will not create a lot of sales for most people. It's a w wasting, a fo making a social media the focus of your marketing is a bad idea for a small business. I think it's a terrible idea. So I think he, ha I think he gets a lot of people wasting gigantic amounts of time on Facebook and Instagram and instead of doing other things they should be doing to make money for their business. That's the problem I have with Gary Vee. Lisa says, parents are responsible for their children, not the state. Exactly. Still, they have to fight for their fundamental rights to teach them at home. What a terrible world we live in. Yep, you just gotta, you gotta fight them. Just say no. Say no to them. I always spend a lot of time on social media. How can I quit? I'm addicted. Um, delete your accounts. Go outside. Get outdoors more. This is the thing I, I do. I just try to get outdoors. Be outdoors most of the day. And delete the accounts. And when you go outdoors, don't take your phone with you. Turn off your phone. Turn off your cell phone. Just turn it off. I'm, I'm guessing you do it on your cell phone. So don't just, uh, just turn the phone off most of the day. Like maybe you have like a just a few times during the day where you turn it on, call people back, turn it back off again. When you go out, leave it at home. Don't you don't have to take it with you. And delete the social media apps. Maybe delete your whole accounts. Maybe you have one if you're using it to connect with people. You don't even have to have one, but if you want to. I you know I, I use it just for business. I don't use social media for personal reasons anymore. None. I don't connect with people on social media. Um, I, you know, my friends, I text them. You know, I'll use different apps or something to text people directly, but um, I'm not posting stuff on Facebook almost never. Um, just gab for business and that's it. Yeah, like Tian Vong says, my sister sends her kids to school. I realize they get a lot of bad habits from them. Absolutely, they learn it from school. Yeah, 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 for sure. <laughs> nice. Jawar says, Muhammad, put your phone in the microwave. Good idea. <laughs> there you go. You want to be extreme. Um, Mustafa's talking about running, I believe, and heart rate. 
don't exceed 220 minus your age. Yeah, I think that's the formula for max heart rate. But really, you know, if, you, if you're building endurance, uh, and especially you're doing it for longevity, uh, you know, the main thing is, is you actually drop down into what's called the aerobic zone, which is um, you're, not, you're not close to that max heart rate at all. Right now, there's benefits. There are benefits to getting up to that max heart rate. Uh, I think it's better to do it though, not as a long distance runner because it stresses your heart like crazy. If you just keep your heart rate way up there for a long time, I don't think it's I don't think it's good long term. Um, if but I think sh- sh- so. You if you want to do that kind of training, something like sprinting, it's just like twenty seconds, right? You you run as hard as you can for twenty seconds, or you can do what you can run upstairs. You can, there are a lot of ways you can do it, but um, and then you just do that five, six, eight times, uh, with you know short little breaks in between, just a sprint workout that has a lot of benefits. But you see, like the your the total amount of time you spend at that max heart rate in a sprinting workout is only like two minutes really two maybe three minutes max that's it um so you know serious runners who are running for competitive reasons uh they're all different ways to do this and they do spend they have to do all kinds of what's called speed work and you're doing all these kinds of training to get your speed up and it's intense but it's it kind of drains your body but very slow long distance going for distance but slow 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 that's the way to do it if you want to go long distances and if you want to do it at you know any age as you get older is you just slow it down and plenty of walking breaks even when you're jogging you're jogging you're keeping it in 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 a your heartbeat is up but it's not close to that maximum and it's really great for you it's and it's pretty easy to do Yeah, Badfish Bear says, uh, thanks for the super chat again. Very nice. It's a great, gorgeous world, but you have to create that. Exactly right. That's right. You have to create it. Don't. So, and this is why, again, it's, it's so important to unplug from all this stuff. Because if, you, if you're plugged into social media and TV and all this stuff, then you start to think the world is horrible. The world is horrible. We talked about this last week. The world right when people say this phrase the world the world's terrible the world sucks no not the world (laughs) it's you know first of all it's just human society but even then it's not all human society it's this this unnatural virtual world right it's this media world that you're seeing that is really screwed up but when you unplug from that and you just, you, you know, if you homeschool your kids and you turn off all the media, you suddenly will start to feel, wow, the world's pretty nice. The sky's beautiful. Even I live in a city right now and it's still really wonderful. It's great. Most people are very friendly and nice. You just, when you pull out of the matrix, you unplug from the matrix, the, the world starts to suddenly seem like a much better place. Okay, a few more, and then I'm going to go. <sighs> we got into the running topic a little bit. Mustafa says, don't forget the importance of soft ground and thick sneakers. Um, I don't know if I agree on the thick sneakers part. Um, he says, don't, so you don't want to damage cartilage. I think that, you know, in my experience... The problem, like people always say, running will destroy your knees. And the problem is 
I don't think so. The people who have knee problems, in my experience, it's when they they run too fast and too far. This is the problem, right? They they're doing too many. So too far meaning too many total miles every week, or maybe even in a day they push themselves too far, and they push themselves to go too fast in in a lot of their workouts. So they're pounding. You know, when you when you start when you pushing yourself too fast, you start you'll start hit, kind of pounding. You start hitting the ground hard with your feet. When you're when you're when you're a runner who's been running for a while and you get into a nice what I would call you know pretty relaxed, fairly slow pace, you tend it's almost like a glide. It's you're, you you tend to hit the ground pretty softly. You're not you're you're not lifting your feet up very high. You're just barely lifting them up. It's it's like a glide, meaning it's almost like your your feet are just barely above the ground a little bit, not much, right? And it's kind of you get in this flow, and if you do that and you don't go too many miles suddenly, you you build the miles up very gradually. Um, you know, I found, and then the other thing is, as soon if you start to feel any little pain in your knee or something, just stop, right? This is another key thing if you get into running long distances. Don't keep going. This is what people. Oh no, I gotta. Today I'm supposed to do ten miles, and I, I'm, you're you're in mile two, and you start feeling something a little weird in your knee. And a lot, most people will just keep going. Well, no, I gotta do ten, and don't just stop and then walk the rest of your the rest of the day. Just cut, stop that workout immediately. If the next day your knee's still bothering you, skip the next day. Right, so it's kind of like when you get a cold, right, and you take vitamin C immediately. It's the same thing. As soon as you notice a little bit of problem or something, a little pain in the knee or ankle or your foot, you immediately take a break. You stop right then, right that moment, and then you take some extra rest days, maybe some extra vitamin C, some things like that, and uh, that will prevent most injuries from happening. Uh, you got to be careful with shoes. Because if you get shoes that are too soft are not good. You lose support. It can actually cause problems in your knees and other joints. So um, it's a little tricky. The soft ground part is is a good. Dirt is better than concrete for sure. Yeah, if you can run on dirt trails, it's that's Mustafa's right about that. That's a it's a good dirt trails or like a yeah something like that. Oh, yeah, Batfish Bear says uh, it helps to unplug your Wi-Fi at night to, for sleeping. Trust me. Uh, I'll try that myself. Although, I think I'll sleep well tonight. <laughs> Should we run on the ground or on the road? Ask Matam Kumar. Uh, ground is better. Like, sometimes even if I'm... Uh, like, I'm not really... I'm mostly uh, backpack now. You know, I walk with weight. But um, when I was running more, I would even, if I was on a sidewalk, I'd often just get into the grass next to the sidewalk. So I was more on the ground more often. It's better, it's easier on your joints for sure to run on the ground. If you have like a park with trails, that's better. It also helps strengthen up your um, ankles because, uh, you know, dirt is a little uneven so it actually will causes your ankles to get stronger because it's not perfectly flat uh, which is good to prevent injuries okay a couple more and then we're gonna go 
Let's see. Darmila says, how about your learning of gardening? I've just been reading. I'm in the city still. Uh, I can send you some pics. Oh, yeah, please do. Apples, trees, raspberries, strawberries, gooseberries, and vegetables. Perfect. Yeah, we probably will we'll be getting out, hopefully, I'm hoping by next summer we'll have our house built and be out in the country more um, in the country next year. So we still got another year in the city here. I'm trying to make the best of it. <laughs> yeah, like Prim Kumar, kind of echoing Badfish Bear a little bit, says, I'm sleeping early by not using electronic stuff after 7 p.m. Yeah, like the bright lights can mess you up too. Like I'm blasting white lights into my eyes right now. <laughs> not the best thing at night, but oh well. <laughs> But Tom says, where were you these many days? You missed the beginning of the show. I was having problems um, with a ba- uh, sick baby, so no sleep. Badfish Bear says, I can't connect to the earth in a treadmill. Yeah, treadmill running. I don't get it. I don't, like, I have uh, my brother-in-law in America runs on a treadmill. I, I can't do it. It's so boring. It's, it feels so unnatural to be on a tread. I don't know. Ugh. I don't know. I don't know. Well, just go outside. I don't know why people run on treadmills. Like, I've never understood that. You go to a gym and, uh, like, I get it. You, you, maybe you go to a gym for a weights because it's, you know, those, they're big and everything. So, but I go to a gym and you see all these people on, on those bikes and on the treadmills. They don't understand. <laughs> just for just put good shoes and go outside. It's it's so much nicer, you know, under the sun and the fresh air. And I, I don't understand the treadmill. Antonio de Lima says here in Brazil we have a beautiful beach. Because of the virus, it's forbidden to run on the beach. Get on the beach anyway. Defy the law. Break the law. Breaking the law. Breaking the law. Breaking the law. Breaking the law. It's that's it's absolutely stupid. Like why the beach would be a great place to be. Sun, wide open. Break the law, guys. It's time to break the law. What's a treadmill? It's that thing you run on indoors that just goes round and round, like those little hamsters, you know, the little rats in the little circle. It's kind of like that for humans. <laughs> All right, guys, I think this is about time for me to go. Ah, okay, I'll end with Anise here, and because Anise just gave me a show topic. I was trying to think of a topic today. I was just so tired. My brain wasn't working. I was like, ah, I don't know. I'm just going to chat. <laughs> I can't think today. It's been a too much, too, lack of sleep. Okay, so Anise says, I'm waiting for the travel show. I forgot, and the book club show. Right, we'll... The book club show, maybe this weekend, we'll finish The Hobbit. Woohoo! Another book down. And then uh, I know you all, the next question what's the next book? It will be a nonfiction book, but I don't know yet. Yeah, I don't know what book we're doing next. And travel show, what was I going to talk about? Oh, how to travel cheaply, right? I think that was it. We could just talk about general stuff travel you could just ask me questions about traveling but um i mean travel tra- general travel is not very i doubt you have many questions it's not that difficult but um traveling cheaply though i have some pretty good experience about that 
and uh, we could talk about more details and sh- even just share our uh, tips on how can you travel very, very cheaply because it is possible to travel very, very cheaply. Maybe right right now might be tough, but then again, maybe not. I don't know. All right, guys, so I'm going to go. Uh, thanks for just uh, hanging out and chatting with me. Sorry about no topic today. We'll be hopefully be back tomorrow and get babies getting back to good sleep schedule. Maybe we'll talk tomorrow about the travel. Yeah, that could be fun. Think of your travel tips. All right. That's all. Thank you all. And I will see you next time. Bye for now.